Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical. Medical plans underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Cloth masks aren't going to provide a lot of protection. That's the bottom line. This is an airborne illness. We now understand that. And a cloth mask is not going to protect you from a virus that spreads through airborne uh, transmission. But what was being said is rather wear a cotton or a surgical mask than not wear any mask at all. Some journalists have been candid about PTSD and trauma. Sometimes I'm fine. Sometimes I want to sob for hours. Sometimes I just want to sleep. So that sounds to me like trauma. That sounds like PTSD. Do, do you feel like you still experience that? I do think so. Very odd situation. Antonio Brown boiled over, very upset on the sideline, took off his shoulder pads. Mike Evans, O.J. Howard trying to convince him to keep them on. Obviously, they were unable to do so. He tossed his shoulder pads, tripped off his shirt and glove, threw those into the crowd, then ran across the field while the teams were still on the field, giving the crowd a peace out sign. <laughs> peace out. Remember you used peace out on me, Alice, when we were first dating? Tell the people what happened. Um, In true form, you told me to meet you somewhere and then didn't show up for like three more hours. And I said, are you still coming or should I just peace out? How cute. Your little Ugg boots when you were 23 (laughs) years old. My goodness. But you ended up not piecing out, Alice, and that's the story of our marriage. Mistakes were made. We got a lot to, to talk about. Uh, including, we're going to talk about the Antonio Brown thing, which was crazy. We just got off the phone, actually, with Turtle Boy, uh, Aiden Kearney, Turtle Boy Daily News. You guys know him. He does. He's the um, the independent journalist who uh, scares dirtbags all over New England uh, with his with his uh, reporting. He's he's not afraid to go there, man. And the dude is. Is news organizations don't like him essentially because a lot of times they try to steal from him or take his stuff and he doesn't take it kindly. Anyway, but anyway, so now he is being totally harassed by these yeah. hackers who are upending his his. I, I'm this is like every inch of his online existence. Well, right, and he makes money from this, so this is like his job and his income too. So, and it's just being 
totally ripped apart. So, I mean, it it is, it's a serious crime. It not only violates his privacy, it violates the privacy of everybody who's ever sent him private messages, which is a lot of people because he's a journalist and he takes tips from people. Mm. And, it, you know, it's, it's really just an incredible violation. So you'll hear us talk to him about that as well. And, um, and you know, how the left has sort of created this with their, you know, pushing right wing voices into like less secure platforms and stuff. Hmm. That's a great point, Alice. Actually, I hadn't thought about that. Maybe until you said it, or you might have said it earlier. But uh, okay, so it's off the heels of the Antonio Brown thing. Let's, let's start with that, okay? Mm-hmm. This is Aiden Kearney, uh, Turtle Boy. We just got off the. I can't say Kearney. Is it Kearney or Kearney? Kearney? I can't say that name. I'm not sure. It's K E A R N E Y. I would go with Kearney. Kearney. But, but Aiden Kearney. I don't I'm not have, him. I don't know. I haven't asked him I, how to no, pronounce it. No, but that's the it. normal way. But I can never say that. I think name. Kearney and Kearney both sound oh, fine. Uh, all right. They're both great. Uh, so this is this is just we wanted to run by. He is a sports guy, even though he's been uh, he's been concentrating on his upended uh, social media presence, uh, upended business because of these people trying to, s- to destroy him. But we we talk a little bit about Antonio Brown and then get to this remarkable onslaught that he's uh, the victim of here, and he's not seeming to get any help from the uh, the authorities right now, which sucks. And hopefully, it will change. Here we go. <laughs> All right, it is always good to talk to Turtle Boy himself, Aiden Kearney, uh, who is a guy who knows something about sports, by the way. I hear him and Jerry in the Jerry Callahan podcast talk about sports here and there and characters in sports. I think the last time, Aiden, we talked to you, uh, no, last time I heard you talking about Antonio Brown, he was yelling at the cops or something because he'd lost his mind. He was harassing his girlfriend or something. Was that Antonio Brown? It sounds like every NFL player. He's <laughs> was, was that really him? Was that really him? I thought that was somebody else. No, was, I'm pretty was, sure. No, that was Rick. You're thinking of Richard Sherman. I no, think. he did it too. That was Sherman was trying to bash in the door of his of his wife's husband, father or something. But Antonio okay. Brown last week, last year or a year and a half ago was like reaming the police, calling just it was just vicious. And Jerry had that. But you're right, they do pile up. So this guy today. Something ticks him off, and he just takes all his like his shirt off, say, does a final victory thing to the crowd, like reminded me of a slap shot actually, and just runs off the field. Yeah, you can do that against the Jets and still win, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Tom Brady led them on a game-winning touchdown drive with two minutes to go and no timeouts, thrown to some guy named Grayson, who yeah. you know he's probably setting pins at the bowling alley last week and <laughs> i guess that's what antonio brown is worth i don't like, i got i have you heard yeah so they, the hell he did that? we don't know how he apparently ran right out of the field and then um got an uber and then they of oh. course they let him go oh, he's no longer on the box he's no longer on the box bruce arian said sayonara kid you're all you're all set he's done get out of here yeah, that's news to me. I missed that part. That's all. That's all it takes. We just we just grabbed uh, Aiden right out of the gym here, so he's uh, we're we're pulling him into this. Um, do you remember anything like any? Do you ever remember somebody quitting in the middle of a game? This was like the clock was the play clock was running. I mean, the jet the Jets quit in the middle of the games all the time, but uh, no, I don't. I've never seen an actual person just quit and throw their <laughs> into the stands. I guess you know. Uh, a 33-year-old man can't change his stripes at this point. This is just who he is. No, it sucks too because Brady let him in the house, and I wouldn't, I would, have, I wouldn't have this dude anywhere near my my well, kids. I mean, I think that's a little bit overrepresented. Uh, I, I would assume the Brady house is pretty big, and there's locked doors. 
in different chambers, and his children are kept far, far away. I would assume. <laughs> I would hope so. This guy seems you've dealt with your share of unstable dirtbags uh, in your life. I mean, I, I, I just won't, wouldn't want this this dude anywhere. But maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe he's got, uh, maybe he's got. Um, uh, I think he might have something wrong with his brain. To be perfectly honest with you, yeah, Just yeah. Suspect I, I, th- I, yeah, I know. That's why it's like it's it's crazy to see it, but it was also sad. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. but we all know people like this, right? Who you give them so many chances, and you like bend over backwards for them or you get them that job you give them a recommendation and they just screw you every time and it's like incredible like i don't know how people go through life and like keep being like that but they do and they just like screw over every person who ever puts their neck out for them i mean something's wrong with his brain i mean there's no other explanation i mean josh gordon is the same way uh but josh gordon was a once in a generation talent too but when josh gordon turned 30 he wasn't as good anymore like Antonio Brown's 33 he's as good as he was when he was 25 clearly like he can still bring it and that's what makes him unique so this might not even be the death of him who knows <laughs> uh, I don't know Brady supported him afterwards Brady said that we're all pulling for him and he essentially said that he needs help which is something we all can agree with all right so Aiden speaking of needing help what the hell is going on with you dude I, I, went, I just saw all these these uh, tweets from you about getting hacked, the, the the website TurtleBoySports.com looks a little different right now. What's going on? Uh, TurtleBoySports, uh, yeah, it's, it's TVDailyNews.com is the site. Um, but the uh, uh, ba- basically about three weeks ago, you know, there's people that don't like me and what I do, and some of them are former employees, jilted, oh. and they've, uh, you know, I've no, I started noticing like they, they kind of started their own offshoot things, YouTube channels, and I started noticing that they were literally repeating verbatim things that I was saying in private conversations on Messenger, on Facebook Messenger, and I didn't think much of it. Right. Like maybe they maybe they're just messing with me. Who knows? And Because I'm like, no, they have access to my account. Well, then all of a sudden, I had uh, court this week. I had to try to get a restraining order on an individual who said he's going to come to my house and rape my wife and mm-hmm. uh, make her do bad things. So it was pretty, hor- pretty horrific. So I went to court for that. And I wrote out a whole thing ahead of time. Uh, that I was going to read in court, and I sent it to myself on Facebook Messenger so I could just read it right off my phone in court. Mm-hmm. And uh, after court was over, the defendant went on social media and he posted a screenshot of the entire script that I read in court from my like on Messenger. And I'm like, how could he have that? There's only that's a screenshot from my point of right. view on my Facebook. The defendant page. in court so, did this. What was that? You said the defendant in court posted this. No. I thought you said the defendant posted it. Yes. After court, the defendant went home and he posted a screenshot of my whole speech. Right, yes. He basically was telling me, ha-ha, I had your whole speech ahead of time, and how did he have my speech ahead of time? Well, he had to have access to my Facebook account. There's no other logical conclusion a person can reach. Well, geez, I hope he... I hope he likes being well, a defendant in court because it sounds like he's going to make a habit of it now at this no, point. No, he's not, though. He's not, though, because that's how the law works. I mean, I've gone to the police with it. They're doing absolutely nothing. I'm extremely disappointed in the police because hmm. they can't prove that he's the one that hacked the account. He could have just been sent it by a hacker. Uh, well, I mean, that would still make him a party to delivering the intimidation right, so what, and the stolen I, material. 
I would think so. But the problem with police, just like a lot of people, and maybe this can get out there. I'm very disappointed in the police. The state police are doing nothing. Yeah. A lot of cops, just like a lot of people in their jobs, they don't want to work hard. Some people don't want to work hard. And there's a lot of boomers who hear about something like this and they're like, wait, I don't understand what any of this means. And to them, I would say, find a new line of work because every other job, you have to adapt to it. So get over it. If you're a cop or you're 55 years old and you get, you know, you're like, well, I don't do the technology stuff, then find a new line of work because that's how crimes are committed in 2022. Get used to it. So anyway, so uh, after that, some images, some very scandalous images of yours truly, you might start seeing on social media and other places uh, because they were all taken off of my uh, private device. And then they went on my website. They hacked into my website itself. Uh, they, they took down uh, this Turtle Club's premium stream thing I offer. They took down the donation button. And then when I, I've noticed in the last three weeks when I started live streaming, my Internet's fine until I start live streaming. And then they screw with my router. They get in my Internet, and they shut it down. And so I had to get a new router today. So it's been very problematic, and I'm really disappointed in the police for not taking this seriously because literally thousands of people have sent me private messages on my computer. Every single one of them right. is now ha- has been this, read. This you is compromised. These are private. private yes, these are compromised yep. messages. This is this is cyber espionage yeah. that's happening here. Right. And so, so, like, this is not like a small matter. This is a serious crime that's been committed here, uh, and the police need to get off their ass and do their job. And you think you know who did it? I mean, it seems like somebody who knows some web development has been uh, dismantling stuff. Yeah, I think they hired somebody. I don't think yeah. the, these three pe- these three people in particular uh, perfectly described images that have since been posted mm-hmm. ahead of time. And I'm like, how the hell did they know that image existed? How did they know this existed? Mm-hmm. And they also, uh, you know, the screenshot of my actual message, you cannot have that unless you got into my account. So these people are obviously in touch with the hackers. They're giving it away and they're saying, ha ha, we had your speech before court. We had this, blah, blah, blah. And they're acting like, you know, I've been betrayed. Oh, people are betraying you, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, well, nobody can betray me because I literally sent that to myself and only myself. So you kind of gave yourself away there. Did you ever have anybody else doing your social media? Nope. So nobody, it's no, one of these employees wouldn't have had access, at least deliberately access to any of your stuff. No, it's my, it's my personal account. They would never have access to it. Did they ever use your machines? Were they ever using your like laptop to do stuff? Never. I've been solo doing this for a couple of years now. So there really is no one else either. So there's no one that else that possibly could have done this. But these other and these that, other Turtle Boy wannabes, you think he, that they could have something to do with it? Oh yeah, I'm quite positive because how else would they get this? They they knew about it ahead of time. Mm. I don't know if they did the hacking themselves, if they're that sophisticated, or if they just paid somebody. I've been getting text messages all day. I, I changed my router, and it's you know it's a little frightening. They're telling me that uh, yeah, it's pointless. Why'd you delete that last message? Because I you know I'm deleting messages, sensitive information to people. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, I wouldn't delete that last message to so-and-so because we already got it. So they're still in my machine. They're still in there. And they say, you know, we're not going to stop till you're absolutely destroyed. And I'm getting these messages 24-7 now from burner numbers. And, again, I've alerted the police and they've done nothing. Jeez, that sucks. I wonder if there's, yep. I wonder if there's another. Well, I'm not, not going to stop. So, like, I, I'm going I'm to make it clear. I'm going to use my platform. I'm going to publish the state police cyber crime unit and if they're going to ignore me then we're going to send thousands of people to jam their phone lines and demand 
that they do something about this. Because I'm not going to arrest. I'm not dealing with incompetence. I have no tolerance for it. The police work for us. We pay taxes. We've supported mm-hmm. them. Now they need to get off their ass and do their job. Well, and this is especially critical because what happens here is that it's so it's so damaging because, you know, you've struggled with this for a long time with being kicked off platforms and stuff. And like we saw this happen with the Kyle Rittenhouse stuff where he got kicked off these fundraising platforms. They kicked him off GoFundMe. So he moved to a private charity platform so people could donate to his legal defense, which last time I checked, you know, you're allowed to have a legal defense fund in this country to defend you against a crime you're accused of. So it's not something crazy. And then the private group that was running the charity for his legal defense was hacked and they released all the names of the people and ruined their lives if they donated $10 to the kid's legal defense. It was crazy. And like, that's what I see going on with this too, is it's like they push people off the platforms that have better security and better infrastructure and they're yep. able to support people, right? Like, and and then you end Facebook up on smaller platforms that are more vulnerable. And then they're like, "Sorry, we're not going to help you." I don't know. Shouldn't have got kicked and, off the know, big Jul- name platform. Julian Assange, Julian Assange is going to be sitting in a prison for the rest of his life for releasing sensitive e- information like this. So mm. apparently, if you release sensitive information on certain people, then you will get the full you know, power of the state to come down upon you. But if you just, you know, do this to private citizens or regular people that the state doesn't really care for, then they will do nothing. You know, it seems like with the with the way that the hackers are talking, uh, we are still watching from the inside. Does, mm-hmm. it, to me, that comes out, obviously that's trying to intimidate and get in your head. Right. It also does Juvenile. seem to me kind of the kind of thing a would say. Right. It's, it's very juvenile and yeah. it makes me like, I'm like, am I dealing with amateurs here? But again, the things that they're saying is like, you know, like you deleted this message. How did they know I just deleted that message? Yeah. You, they, you know what I mean? It's just like they something is happening here. I wonder, it, it almost sounds like a, are you familiar with key loggers? Uh, I am not. So a key logger is when I could go onto your machine, which is why I asked this, and, and download something that would log every keystroke that you make and you get a text message that shows you everything but it sounds like they've got a remote keylogger or something so they can see kind of what you're up to but if they're getting the actual images and that's advanced so yeah again like the, the police possess the tools to take i'll hand my computer over to them and just say look just give this the works see what's inside of this thing see what's happening how are they monitoring this um but again they need to to do that you know you call the state police they say call the town police mm-hmm. you call the town police they're like what do you want us to do and then here we are you know it's like i consider this an emergency do something yeah, well, they should be doing something for Christ's sakes. If you, yeah, well, you know, if you come out as trans, Aiden, and uh, and they'll yeah, be right exactly. on it. All right, what what do you need people to do? What can, how can people help you? Um, just stay tuned. Um, I might need people's help contacting the state police to urge them to investigate this properly. Uh, but in the meantime, just you know, keep supporting what we do, Turtle Boy. There we go. TBDailyNews.com. and uh, once again, stay tuned and uh, and. Uh, We'll see how this thing. Uh, we'll be watching. We'll see yeah, how this thing. I'm a little fired up. I'm a little fired up. I understand. I understand, yeah. man. You know what? Sick Antonio Brown on him. If when you find these bastards. Yeah, seriously. All right. Take care. Good luck, man. All right. Thank you, Tom. Bye. So there you go. We'll keep you tuned in. Uh, it, once again, it, you. A lot of those stories, just about people being awful, and especially like even school board stuff, even. Um, was it de-emphasizing Halloween and things? Those mm-hmm. things get shot out of the Turtle Boy News, Daily News canon. 
And that's really how they get to a lot of people. Well, yeah, there's really so much news that happens in a typical city or town that that really, I mean, it takes somebody who's well-versed and can can look into all these different aspects of it in order to write real stories on it. And there just isn't, like, local news doesn't exist anymore to do that. It takes somebody like Turtle Boy doing it. Like, there are a few bigger organizations that are kind of trying to do something with this. We've talked before about how Substack has tried to get into the local news thing. Axios just announced a big project where they're trying to do local news. But again, they're talking, Axios is talking local like Boston, Philadelphia. Like, you know, they're not going to do Melrose, Massachusetts or Brockton, Massachusetts. You know, it and it takes somebody who has the patience to go through boring documents and search stuff out and read things. And it, it just doesn't exist in the news media anymore. There's not anybody to do it at the really, truly local level anymore. So, I mean, thank God for Turtle Boy. I mean, he's broken stories that have been national, like the woman who was the scammer who was going to be evicted, who raised hundreds of thousands of dollars on GoFundMe, who was a single mom of three, who was not the mom of the kids in question at all. And, right, you know, right. you know, he broke that story. That was a story that like Fox News covered and stuff. So it it takes somebody who's willing to do the work and people hate him for that, that he does the work and he calls people out and he's not afraid of them and he pays a price for it. You know, yep. th- there is no question in my mind that he pays a price because people don't like that he finds the truth on people. You know? Oh, yeah. He's also got sharp elbows. He doesn't take any stuff. He's a, he'll go after mm-hmm. reporters and things. And, and reporters increasingly are very delicate <laughs> now. So they take it. Uh, they take it very personally. All right. Um, let's get to what happened today. I do want to give a kudos, Alice, to Margaret Brennan. Mm hmm. Who today, first of all, Fox News, if you guys want me to start playing Fox News Sunday stuff, publish it on as a podcast earlier. You're waiting seven hours, literally seven hours, before the stuff gets to be podcast. It's too late for me. So I, I got the other ones, uh, Face the Nation, Meet the Press, and State of the Union. And here's the jump out thing. I got to tell you one thing. Anthony Fauci is not pleased today. Why is he not pleased, Alice? What's he, what is it? I'll give you... A hundred of my dollars, Alice, if you can answer me why Anthony Fauci hates this week. Um, I don't know. Why does he hate this week? Well, I'll give you a hint. What do you think the uh, networks were talking about the Sunday? Don't, don't touch your tape. Don't t- type anything in. <laughs> what do you think the networks were talking about today? Um, Omicron? No, 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 no. Masks? What's 10 times as big as 9-11? What's what's 10 times? What event was 10 times as big as 9-11? Oh, January 6th? Exactly. Fauci is mad at those Trumpers who were in the Capitol because Meet the Press was wall-to-wall January 6th. And um, so that means Chuck was talking January 6th. Jake was talking January 6th. Uh, That means Dana was talking mostly January 6th, but didn't have Fauci on. They had got Leap on. That means George is talking January 6th. These are all the people that that he knows. Anderson's going to be talking January 6th. And uh, Don, as in Lemon, is going to be talking January 6th. So Fauci has been left aside. He only had one hit today. Not good for him. He needs more than one green room per day. So he only had one hit today. Wow. And that was with uh, Dana Bash uh, today. But what really jumps out at me today is 
some of these things we're finally getting. And Mark Gottlieb, uh, sorry, Scott Gottlieb, mm-hmm. who's the former NIH, NIH guy under Trump, um, we're, it's, it's so interesting. Scott Gottlieb, who I think has been pretty okay, okay, pretty okay. Yeah. Some of these guys. But now, we're at the point now where they're really starting to be a little more honest about things. Listen to this. This is Margaret Brennan talking to Scott Gottlieb. What do you tell parents? Are cloth masks just not good enough anymore? Cloth masks aren't going to provide a lot of protection. That's the bottom line. This is an airborne illness. We now understand that. And a cloth mask is not going to protect you from a virus that spreads through airborne uh, transmission. It could protect better through droplet transmission, something like the flu, but not something like this coronavirus. So that's a pretty damn remarkable thing to be said so starkly. Is it not? You know that all the people who in March of 2020, like all the Gap and Old Navy and all the places that were coming out with their cloth mask production designs that we're all excited about it. Here's our opportunity. We know our sales have dropped into nothing because all our stores are closed. But here's what we're going to do. We're going to start coming out with masks. And they've like made it into a business and they do fun patterns and they have licensed it with Marvel and Disney and Nickelodeon to come out with all the characters. And they're like listening to this going, no, 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 please stop please stop <laughs> but the thing is that Gottlieb himself was suggesting masks for people just a few weeks ago right but so now why now why is it like the two-year statute of limitations is over now okay yes well, well everything that we told you and when you said that we were being inconsistent and then we said we weren't yes we were but we had to it's like no but there was no huge declaration to not use cloth masks People absolutely had a had a sense of security having these cloth masks, and it's always been. This is like the ungaslighting. We're all mm-hmm. we're seeing what we always knew to be true. Well, and then they're going to pretend that the whole time, because I mean, like we all talked about this last summer, right? Like saying, yeah, an N95 will stop a virus. Maybe a surgical mask stops a little bit of virus. A cloth mask is not going to stop virus. Like, we've talked about this a million times. The big mask study out of Bangladesh couldn't find an effect for cloth masks. Mm -hmm. It found an effect for surgical masks. A small effect, but an effect. But this is a known thing, but they've been pretending all along, and now they're going to say, well, we always told you there was a difference in efficacy between different types of masks. We always told you that, you know, that a surgical mask was better, and this is why we told you to double mask, and this is why we told you, you know, to use a a strong mask. So, but rather than, so I'm in a ton of, like, mom Facebook groups. Mm -hmm. Rather than the moms going, wow, I've sent my kid to school in a cloth mask for a year and a half now and nothing bad has happened. And if the cloth mask doesn't work, maybe my kid doesn't have to wear a mask. Rather than saying that, the moms are all going out and buying N95s and KN95s that fit their children so they can strap that to their face all day, five days a week, eight hours a day. Well, but not just that, but... Why didn't they ever care? Did this this cloth cloth mask thing? This information was on the CDC website, right? Why? Oh, is it just that that they're they're dumb and they believe when Fauci said to wear it? Just that's all as deep as it got. Oh, that that according to the Wine Mom Tribunal, cloth masks satisfied the threshold. Mm-hmm. So that's all that mattered. Even though 
if they really cared, and you know what? It satisfied the virtue threshold. Right. And that's the only one they apparently cared about. Because the scientific threshold um, was not satisfied. And that's been official forever. Forever. Right. So, so, so Fauci is asked about this by Dana today. Mm-hmm. Are cotton and surgical masks effective at preventing the spread of Omicron? Yeah. When the CDC says they are effective, in fact, they are. Are they as effective as an N95? No. But what was being said is rather... Where- this is a guy speaking with a forked tongue right now. Well, right. And like I all say, he's this- saying, well, we always said that well, it wasn't but, quite but like an N95. Listen to him parse. Listen to him parse. This is doublespeak. This is spin. This is forked tongue talk. Are cotton and surgical masks effective at preventing the spread of Omicron? Yeah. When the CDC says they are effective, in fact, they are. Are they as effective as an N95? No. But what was being said is rather wear a cotton or a surgical mask than not wear any mask at all. Is that what was being said? That's not what was being said. (laughs) That is not what was being said. Beats no mask at all. Because that's a wishy-washy, half-assed testament to masks. It's better than the no mask. Yeah, maybe it catches one or two particles of virus on its way out of your mouth. I had a caller um, last week say that he remembers a news story where a guy on a flight, when they told everybody to wear masks, and the guy didn't believe that cloth masks do anything, the guy on a flight put his girlfriend's underwear on his face. Yeah, he was in Florida. He was removed. Yes, from he was the removed flight. from doing that. But you know what? It was probably safer than the cloth masks. Yeah, it probably did just as much. It's ridiculous. The and whole that's cloth the point mask that thing. was made. I think it was a consideration that people were saying if they're not effective, well then don't wear them. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> because if they're not effective, why should you wear them? Right. And for the same reason why another reason why we don't like our kids to be wearing them was something that happened tonight at dinner, by the way, at the mm-hmm. Hungry Traveler in Salisbury, which was maybe the most perfect meal I've had in a, in years. They were fantastic. Check them out. It's very inexpensive. They're awesome. But uh, during it, my, my son Cyril asked Alice how to spell his name. Now, he kind of knows. He just wants to hear her say it. Mm-hmm. So as she's saying it, my son Cyril, who's three, was watching her mouth. Mm-hmm. And watching, when she said C-Y-R, his mouth was kind of doing it too. Now, that is not possible if both people are masked. Right, of course. And we know this about childhood development. We know this. I mean, I know this in particular about our child because he was speech delayed and he had to work with a speech therapist as a little kid. And this is like all the stuff they show you is they have to see how your mouth moves. You point stuff out to them. They have what's called like touch tones where they do specific things like you point at your nose when you say N because like you feel the sound N in your nose and like different things like that. So it's I mean. There is a whole science to the way kids learn language and visual cues and looking at the faces and mouths of other people is an incredibly important part of that. That's why kids have lost 20 IQ points since the beginning of the pandemic, toddlers and babies, which is incredible that we're not talking about that. So when we talk about the fact that we've removed 20 IQ points from, on average, every kid's brain in America who's under like age five... Then you say cloth masks are, they're a little bit of it. They're better than nothing. Well, how much better than nothing? 20 IQ points worth better than nothing? Hmm. 
you know, because everything's a trade off, right? Like, yeah, I'm sure the mask, a few virus particles get stuck in the mask, right? It's probably more than zero virus particles that get stuck in the mask, right? It might reduce it. It might even prevent, if you're in a room of 100 people and you were going to infect 90 of them, maybe you'll infect 89 instead of 90, right? Like, maybe it was effective. Maybe it saved one person from getting sick. But it's important to know how how much effective are we talking? How how much are we actually doing with the cloth masks? Because more than zero isn't enough when you're talking about childhood development. Right. Right. They have a degree of effectiveness. And if that's the mask that's available to you, use it. They have a degree of effectiveness. Well, they have a degree of ineffectiveness as well. Many more degrees of ineffectiveness than effectiveness. And he should let people know that, considering many people think they're safe from the coronavirus by wearing one. Because people use these things as the symbol of safety. If you cared, you would wear a mask. You were, you know, disowning family members and ratting out your enemies and taking pictures clandestinely of your friends' high school-aged uh, kids at basketball courts because of masks. We went to freaking social media war with each other in this country because of those very cloth masks. Because it's P.O.S., couldn't be bothered to level with the American people because he knows so goddamn much. If you want a higher degree of protection, go to a higher quality Fire of mask. This but the masks that are being used, the surgical masks, do give you a degree of protection. Maybe not okay. as the ultimate that a surgical, that a N95 would, but you do get protection. So once again, then he 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 slips back to surgical mask. Mm-hmm. You know, they do give you a degree. Shut up, dude. Shut up. God, I'm so sick of it. He's a freaking fool. He's a fool. He's a manipulator. He's a liar. Guy is such a P.O. I'm sick of it. I hate him, Alice, okay? There you go. Is that okay? I don't hate anybody. Oh, stop it. By the way, how's your uh, coronavirus going for you? Um, I'm mostly recovered. You can probably hear I'm still a little raspy. Yeah, she's a little, uh, still a little bit. She's uh, like a... Uh, she gets two out of five pangolins of sickness right now. Much- How are you doing, honey? You heroically, heroically got Correct. a booster this week. Correct. So. I did it for you, as a matter of fact. And you guys listening, I did. I got my booster for you. Well, I got COVID for I you. Did, no, I did it because you were bad. That's a sign of <laughs> the fact that you didn't get a booster like me. I got a booster, hashtag uh, booster, hashtag happy new year booster, hashtag Fauci. So I, I'm a better, a better person than you and everybody listening who's one shot behind me. I get to be better than them until they catch mm-hmm. up. And then I have to get another one so I can be better than them for a little while. And I can take the social media and tell them how good they are. And tell them what my three-year-old said to me when he asked me to get boosted and said it gives you a degree more of protection than... Jeez, mm-hmm. uh, oh, sick of it. All right. So um, uh, going moving back to the, to the morning shows... Um, uh, but can I say something yes. quickly yeah. while it's staying on COVID for a minute here? Because this is what's incredible is that like we're dealing with this shifting set of facts, right? Like where masks were great and you weren't allowed to say that they didn't work. And then all of a sudden, like now cloth masks don't work and everybody has to run out and get little KN95s for their kids to send them to school every day. The Omicron wave is huge. I don't know about you, but more people have gotten COVID than I know personally in the last Mm -hmm. two weeks than I've like heard of the entire pandemic. Literally everyone is now getting 
COVID. Correct. And there's no way we're going to send all the kids back to school and not have everyone get more COVID. Like, it's just everybody's going to get it now. Right. And fortunately, Omicron appears to be much more mild in the majority of cases. We're sending fewer people to the hospital. The pediatric hospitalization numbers that you're seeing, even like Fauci and these people are saying that it's like just because they're testing people who are walking in for other stuff. But it's incredible because the schools are freaking out. Teachers unions across the country are demanding that there be a two week pause on in-person instruction, which means they want to stay home for two weeks again. I don't know on what planet they think that's going to be susceptible. New York City tested a million students to go back to school Monday, Mm -hmm. and they had a 20% positivity rate. So one out of every five students that they tested has COVID right now, and they're going to send them back to school. Um, Atlanta tested all their students. They're doing virtual instruction for a week because they're they had a 10% positivity rate. I mean, all these schools are testing. A bunch of schools in Massachusetts are taking one or two days off for testing. The town next but door... But the unions... Want more. Yes, they want to suspend this thing. Yeah, Cambridge has already taken two days off for like testing and isolating. The town next door to us is having a two-hour delay tomorrow morning on Monday, which Jesus, I'm not That's sure. worse than anything. <laughs> I'm not totally sure what that does. Hi, parents. <laughs> We're going to totally nuke your workday tomorrow for two hours to to sit, uh, to uh, symbolically uh, care for, in front of you about the Omicron. <laughs> Baker ordered like 200,000 tests just for teachers, and then they were like late. So all the teachers have been yeah. scrambling to get tests. You like can't get tests anywhere. There's people like refreshing the Walmart yeah. page to see where they're in stock. Like it's lunacy right now. Everybody has this thing. I don't know if I had it because I didn't bother. To, Tom took one look at the prices the tests were going for. And yes, was like, I'd rather yes. die. <laughs> so we don't know if I actually had COVID. She had COVID. I can tell. We don't know. I could have just had a cold, too. You're immoral. That's why People you People used to have colds once upon a time, too. By the way, there's uh, an anyway. incident. To, uh, you want to go? Okay, uh, to stay on topic. But I want to remind me later to bring up a Walmart thing. No, no, so, not Walmart. Uh, market basket. So also this week... Uh, don't, don't move off of this because I have all I'm these not, cuts that relate to what you're talking about. I'm not done. Okay. Um, wow. So, Dr. Malone, uh, the who bills himself as the inventor of mRNA, which is sort of like, I mean, like we all have mRNA in our body. Like it's been a thing. Anyway, I get it. He he was involved in the production of some mRNA drugs back mm-hmm. 30 years ago. That's fine. He, he's been involved in the science and he's against the vaccines, whatever. But he went on Joe Rogan because he's been like blown up out of everywhere. And um, he, you know, basically castigated everybody who's involved in this, talked about how the pharmaceutical companies are funded by these big investment firms like BlackRock. And all. I mean, it's a great interview. Go check it out. It's on Joe Rogan's podcast. I'm not going to do it justice talking about it. But not only is the thing now taken down from YouTube, the whole interview, because YouTube won't allow it to be seen, which is incredible that they, I mean, like, Joe Rogan has the biggest audience of anybody in the country. The fact that they're going to take his shows down because he interviewed somebody they don't like. And Joe Rogan's intellectually honest. If he thinks you're full of it, he'll say so well, to totally. you. So the fact that they'll take this down and then on top of that not only did they do that but he talked about a phenomenon called mass formation psychosis 
in the podcast, which was a new term for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. But basically talking about that it's this like mass psychosis that's happening now. And we've talked about this a bit on this show that, you know, it seems like even when they backtrack, right? So they backtracked on the testing. They said you can just quarantine for five days. If you're asymptomatic, you don't have to test. So they've now backtracked from that because all the lefties freaked out. They're like, how can you say this? This is so unsafe. You can't let it because now their brains are just broken. They've now they used to not be scared of COVID two years ago. They were telling us it was just the flu and go get a flu shot. And it was racist to worry about COVID. That was two years ago. But then they got scared of COVID there. Something snapped in them. And now they're just messed up mentally. And all they can think about is COVID and how scary it is. And they can't deal. And they're like, they're pushing policy. Like you can see the Biden administration trying to sort of pull back on some of these things. Like, you know, to say that the quarantine can go to five days instead of 10 and the freak out on the left that that we're all going to die because they're doing this is pushing the Biden administration to like backtrack on these guidelines right. because they're doing policy not on the basis of science, but on the basis of the political imperatives now. And to pretend that they're doing anything else is ludicrous. But it's just incredible to watch it happening in real time. And it was so interesting to see this Dr. Malone call it out on Joe Rogan's show. So A lot of people then this weekend were Googling mass formation psychosis. So what do you think happened? Um, They changed the definition. Uh, Google updated the search results live in real time. And if you searched mass formation psychosis on Google this weekend, you got a message that said, hmm, it looks like the results are changing pretty quickly. (laughs) (laughs) And wouldn't direct you to the thing. Whereas if you go on like DuckDuckGo or a smaller independent search engine, you're seeing actually his work on this, his substack on this, the Joe Rogan interview come up so that you can learn about it because that's what you're looking for when you're you know, searching this now, Google doesn't have the message, but you're still not seeing his stuff come up near the top. You're How seeing people debunk it. Yeah, so it's incredible. I mean, like we talked about this a little with Turtle Boy, right? About the stuff with, you know, the the way that big tech is making things really dangerous for conservatives and for the political conversation in this country in general right yes. now. And 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 this is just like another symptom of that, but. Dr. Malone's not wrong. We're watching this happen. I mean, there were a few Twitter threads yes. this oh my weekend goodness. that I yeah. read to you where it's just like... Well, let's talk before you read the Twitter thread. Okay, let's talk go about for what you're going to How we it. think that this this happened. Mm-hmm. I think, first of all, I think people found that they could be after... Uh, eventually, they found half the country and the media, uh, the media elites, all decided they needed to be on the opposite side of where Trump was. So they were on the opposite side of where Trump was, and then political leaders ceded the high ground to the public health people. And so people, since they could tell that Trump was singing a different, uh, different tune than Fauci, people decided to invest fully in Fauci and not in Trump and fully in, of course, the Biden regime's health uh, people as well. And so... Where you would usually have the political leaders doing the communicating to the American people, which gets amplified by the media, mm-hmm. now you had health bureaucracy, bureaucrats, speaking at the rostrum as president, essentially, right, and doing their clinical messaging. Their clinical messaging 
is always going to be cautious. You know, a fireman's always going to tell you not, how not to do a fire, including turn off your gas stove and whatever. They're always going to tell you to be super. So these people, they're not, they're giving you health bureaucracy guidance. It's not meant to be taken unfiltered and fed to the American well, people. Right. It's they're craziness. telling you not to eat cookie dough and stuff too because you're going to die. Like right. all These the, the things. People, they tell you no you know, cookie dough to tell a pregnant woman you can't have a glass of wine. It's for a out of, in other words, what Fauci said at the beginning, out of, of abundance of caution. That mm-hmm. became the mantra. And so out of an abundance of caution became the very least you should do. And the more you do, the better. Well, right. And so what's interesting now is like almost an even worse situation because we're like locked in this death spiral of this mass psychosis that not only are we being driven by public health bureaucrats who are thinking about nothing else but how to absolutely minimize every single case of COVID, even mild, but now we're being driven not by their best judgments, but by the best judgments of the people that they've now scared right so like they're trying to back off from some of these things and say like okay not all the pediatric covid hospitalizations are really covid hospitalizations not like now this is more mild this is not that terrible a thing let's not panic we can reduce the isolation time from 10 days to five this is safe that was the public health directive right Right. and now we're not listening to them because we're on a political push that part of biden's base including teachers unions including Mm -hmm. psychotic people including you know just dumb people who are being led along into this you know hallucinogenic whatever fantasy land they're living in they are now driving policy because the biden administration and therefore his bureaucrats are scared to do anything that that group will perceive as being like anti-covid restriction right so like the consensus, the scientific consensus is that kids need to be in in-person school and the risks are incredibly low and the risks to kids of locking them all up in their houses all day is are incredibly high, right? Like that's now the scientific medical public health <laughs> consensus. And yet we're going against that. A bunch of places are closing because they're in the grip of hysterical parents and cynical teachers unions. And remember, that's a scientific medical public health consensus because they're feeling it. They're seeing ERs being filled up with kids having emotional problems. Right. So literally people who might just write something for a JAMA are now saying, holy crap, what are all these little kids doing in the hallways here? Right. And we're messing them up. So they're saying, okay, no, no, push back, push back, push back. Mm-hmm. But those people, they're also susceptible to social and cultural changes, those bureaucrats, which is why last summer they said it's important and crucial that we all get out there and march in the streets for civil rights for George Floyd because this can't wait. We need to stop the murdering of young black men. They get caught up on that too. So you wonder, these people are so susceptible to pressure of any kind. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah, so now... Our whole public health policy is being driven by an insane, rabid mob. Last year, Alice, our public health policy at one point was driven by Derek Chauvin, by the actions of a police officer in Minnesota. Right. He drove the public health health strategy. 
right now, Alice, what we're seeing about happening in schools, why why um, Miguel uh, Cardona was out there mm-hmm. today, and the Biden administration saying we're going to keep schools open, keep schools open. That is driven by Glenn Youngkin. Right. So that's what we have here. These people have no credibility. So, the but there's also a lot they of... They blew out mm-hmm. the Democrats in Virginia and these the, the, the races that happened a few months ago showed that parents have had enough of this crap. So they're driving... They're driving these these moves. And- well, right. And we're having now, I mean, like you talk about being driven by the public health bureaucrats, which is bad enough. But now we have public health bureaucrats like the people at the FDA quitting their jobs because of the frustrations that they're being mowed over by political pressure to approve things like these vaccines and booster shots for people that do not need them and that there is no reason for the risk. I mean, the advisory panel almost didn't recommend the shots at all for for kids under 12 for the 5 to 11 year olds they it was a 16 to 2 vote and they did it if you listen to the whole meeting mm-hmm. they did it reluctantly but they said they wanted it to be an option that was out there for people now they're going to be mandated everywhere for kids over 5 in a lot of places like Boston and New York and other psychotic liberal cities right now they've been pushed the advisory panel didn't recommend boosters for all adults the advisory panel didn't recommend boosters for 16 and 17 year olds which are now being required in a lot of circumstances now as you said for no reason other than the public psychosis right and and on top of that now they're about to approve again what the advisory panel didn't recommend to them to do because they said it didn't make any sense they're about to approve the boosters for the 12 to 15 year olds on the pfizer which is ridiculous it's insanity. The kids were at lower risk than boosted adults before they had a single shot. <clears throat> right. It's it's absolutely. So, they are- so we're driving policy because there are people that are pushing the politicians that are just like, we can't, Omicron, it's a wave. We're scared. We just need more shots. More people need to get more shots. Whatever we can do. Let's approve everything. Let's go. More shots for everyone. Like, what What are we doing here? Everybody's well, Allison, what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Trillions, billions and millions of dollars were spent on test kits. And the states don't have them. We won't give, give, the stuff that, you know, can can screw up your five-year-old, that stuff we're rushing out. Go ahead, rush it out to whatever you need. I don't see the test kits. I also don't see these great uh, treatments, uh, that were therapeutics that, that Pfizer... They're rationing uh, them. They're rationing the therapeutics. It's ridiculous because they're not... I mean, like, look at Ron DeSantis was proactive. And after the Biden administration, you know, locked up the, <laughs> the Regeneron things in the closet because they didn't want Ron DeSantis to have any for his people in Florida. You know, he went out and contracted and got got more from the companies to that he bought with state money to get people treatments. It's incredible what we're doing in in this. And you know, I do want to circle back here to these uh Twitter threads quickly just to show you like how some of these people are thinking. And these are educated smart people. Here's Tatiana Prowell, MD, blue check mark on Twitter. Life in the U.S. in January and February 2022 is going to be almost unrecognizable to most Americans. Even the people who have managed to pretend COVID wasn't happening are about to get a major wake-up call. When you call 911 and no one comes, when you literally cannot enter the ER for crowds, when we go to grocery stores and find shelves empty, to pharmacies and find them closed because every single employee is out sick or tending a loved one, please Get what you need to look after your household, fill your prescriptions, get your over-the-counter meds and staples, a 
as much as I hate it, and I really do. I'm a mom of three kids who had virtual school from March till September. The idea that schools will manage to stay open in any meaningful way in January is a joke. Staffing issues alone will close them. Prepare for major disruptions in January. Major. Start thinking now about how you can help your family and friends and neighbors with supplies, skills, and knowledge, and vice versa, because we are in deep trouble if we don't go all in as a community for what is coming. This won't last forever, I promise. Oh, I've heard that oh, one before. I promise. <laughs> I promise. Yeah, okay, psycho. You but, just said a whole laundry list of stuff that makes me think you should be committed. But January and February are going to be very dangerous and difficult. All the things you ordinarily count on, you won't be able to count on. I'm here as a doctor to help anyone in our community. That's what we can offer. And why not when the political messaging has been rifled through, has been laundered through, the public health bureaucrats from top to bottom. For the unvaccinated, you're looking at a winter of severe illness and death for yourselves, your families, and the hospitals you may soon overwhelm. Remarkable that the head of the, well, the coordinator of the COVID task force would say those words to the American people. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness the president never would. For unvaccinated, we are looking at a winter of severe illness and death for unvaccinated. For themselves, their families, and the hospital, they'll soon overwhelm. Yeah, I mean, and here we have Gregory Travis, healthcare expert and technology writer, who weighs in to tell us that he was at a hotel pool, which, like, first of all, why are you at a hotel pool if it's such a disaster, mm -hmm. right? Uh, he writes, kids swimming in hotel pool, 9 a.m. Saturday, Holiday Inn Express in Ohio. Earlier, there were twice as many of them. Five out of ten will become infected. Somebody should... This guy going around counting kids in bathing suits? Somebody <laughs> should clock him in the effing head. What a creep. What a creep. <laughs> oh, what well, a he did block out their faces in the photo he posted of oh, them so we, in we the Oh, so we get to see their bodies, though, right? Oh, good. What a <laughs> he, creep. He writes, five out of ten will become infected. One will have to go to the hospital. One of them may die. Okay, healthcare expert, <laughs> tell us again what percent of kids die of COVID because I think it's a little smaller than 10%. Uh, well, we are here with you. We're glad you listen to us and you're some of the sane people that keep us sane. You can find us on Twitter at Burn Barrel Pod. We're at burnbarrelpodcast.com. Uh, Facebook.com slash Burn Barrel Podcast. Write us an email. That's burnbarrelpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we are on Gab and Parlor. I'm thinking we're going to have to get on Getter, as they say, yeah. because uh, Twitter's kicking everybody off. But we'll see. We'll keep you posted. Hey, we get um, Oh, yeah, Patreon. we're going to Patreon. Sorry. Head to patreon.com slash burn barrel for an extra show today. Sorry. There's a lot more stuff over there that we're yeah, going to talk about. Yeah, we do have a lot more. I, I didn't get to. And plus my um, market basket story, else. Oh, good. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.